If you're easily offended, jokes are you. If you secretly hate women, jokes are you. It's Tally, Mel, and Lauren talking about whoring, how not to be boring. Hey guys. Okay, Lauren, you gotta pick one. You can't be Nikki and in the theater. You gotta pick one. I am Nikki in the theaters. It's me. I'm the big heavy. I need to hear the opening to Itty Bitty Piggy right now. I need to hear it. Oh my goodness, which reminds me, and yes, I need to hear Itty Bitty Piggy all the time. I've been running that bitch up on Apple Music. Nikki, if you saw the streams, it was me, girl, right there supporting. No, the uh, so when I was in Michigan with my mother and the mixtape became available on streaming, I was bumping itty bitty piggy back to back. And my mother lives in a quaint little town where children walk home from school together. It's very white. It's the whole thing. There are people in the streets helping. I'm driving to the liquor store because that's my brand. And the windows are down. And I'm like, I was on a plane with Dwayne and I'm like rapping, like just in the fucking street. And then the children were like, hold on, hold on, hold on, holiday. Hold on, I was like, yes, yes. I was like, the children the know. know there's hope for the future. Yes, really it like came it. out yesterday the only, and the babies know. The only thing I don't like, it's two things actually. One, this whole like TikTok thing to Itty Bitty Piggy, it's a no. I don't give a fuck what the choreography is. The answer is fucking no. Two, I've noticed, and uh, a lot of the girls are barbs now. It was quiet last summer. Never but now when I look to the left and to the right, the barb community is looking thicker than a motherfucking snicker. I've and never been a barb. I am a fan of individual Nikki versus Nikki versus. I've never particularly been a barb though. Never. The Nikki hate train has come to a halt. That's why Carisha begging on the internet for the bitch to unblock her. The answer First is of all, okay, let's just okay, hold on, hold on. Let's okay. No. Now Nikki Minaj criticism is all valid. Not all of it. Yes. It's not not all none of it that concerns rap music. If it concerns rap music, it's the not valid. Musically, you she's on point. That's okay. So a, then, I mean, her new stuff has not been giving like like it don't give me. I don't feel like I feel uh, nostalgia aside. It don't feel like little bitty. Little, it don't feel like itty bitty piggy do. I feel mm-hmm. like fuck with it because it's Nikki. But I feel like she became who she hated when she started. I think that that was the media, and I can't believe we're having our barb chat, but here we go. Because the thing is, it all started with everybody going, Nicki Minaj is hating on Lil' Kim. When Nicki Minaj was doing hella interviews saying nothing but good things about Lil' Kim, but the machine wanted a beef between the two girls. So they kept saying that she was hating on Lil' Kim, even when she fucking wasn't. And then Lil' Kim said a foul word about Nicki. And then she was a stupid hoe. That's why you got called. Yeah, she was a lot of things, but she was a stupid hoe. You were rude first. All of all of this is to be said. I she think just, I don't my my her proximity to predators is my concern. I okay. So here's a couple of things. I just like to I just like to remain uh in, not necessarily impartial, but I like to be a voice of, of reason in these types of situations. Um, I think that it is concerning that she is in such close proximity and often defending people who are predators. That is weird. One's our brother. That's you were just fucking born. I mean, we don't pick our siblings, nor do we pick 
what they do with their free time. And so, and if it was a raper, I'd be like, that nigga's a raper. And for then the people that are like, oh, well, why'd she support his legal fees and this, that, and the third? Y'all do not know that family dynamic. Y'all know that lady that think her brother was innocent. And y'all also don't know what the fuck her mama called her phone and said she was supposed to do. Nobody does. But the girl, one thing the girl didn't motherfucking do is get up there and be like, oh, it's okay. Everything's fine. My brother's no. She paid for the lawyer fees and shut the fuck up. So but what she- the brother one, I refuse to accept in the Nicki Minaj discord because shit, if one of y'all brother did some foul shit, do y'all want to be tasked for it? Like, that's not fair. This one works so hard. I would be like, that nigga's a rapist. No, it's so easy to say that. But if you didn't think your brother did it, no, the fuck you wouldn't. I, I, you wouldn't. And your first thought would not be your brother did it. Seen her brother, he did that shit. She, that's her brother. So of course she don't think like that. And then when it came out that the nigga, you know, semen was found on site and that he was guilty, she ain't say nothing. Nikki act like she don't even got a brother. Now, when's the last time you heard her, bro? Whatever Franklin for my my wife and kids was. She has been harassing that victim from that husband. She and that has husband, been doing that. Who said, according to who? The music. According to what that lady said? The music. The music. She's the, saying it the in the news, music. The lady herself. The lady said that, because um, her, her actual correspondence with Nicki Minaj that she claims that she had is not there now in my own music if i want to make a diss track about whatever the fuck i want to i can because if it's I what have a rape song. i wouldn't make a diss track for the fucking victim bitch i got right she got right well that nigga can't even be at the hospital unfortunately thank this god part, she had a boy this is where me and onika part ways she thinks her husband is innocent the way that they detail the charges and crime is significantly different than Cause I got online and read, I was looking up stuff about him actually. Cause I was just trying to get to like the, what happened, you know, what's going on and he's guilty. Um, yeah, this is again, this is where we part ways. Cause I think uh, uh, Mr. Petty is um, a criminal, but sure. from what I gathered on the internet in the people trying to defend and clean up his case, they're trying to make him seem a little bit younger than he actually was at the time. Um, and just some other really creepy things. I don't know. Don't get me on here trying to, to, to advocate for the pedophile because I just will not. I don't know his case. It, it, it makes me uncomfortable. He seems like the old nigga who be in the club. Like, what's up, sweetheart? If one of y'all was actively married, like, no cap. If one of y'all was actively married to somebody I believe to be a raper, like, I just could not be, I couldn't be like, I guess like adjacent to that. Like, I, I it'd be a definitely problem, but. Also, if somebody you loved, you were adamant that they didn't fucking do it. Well, the thing is, even rape. I was, would never stick my neck up for a man. Nicki could have had anybody she wanted. Yeah, but she also, let's look at Nikki's like uh, track history with the exception of Nas. She has an affinity like myself being a bad bitch for lame ass niggas. Like if we just look at it, Meek was lame, God, got fries in his lap. He riding on the back of the moped. He looking stupid. Um, here we are with Kenneth, you know? So it's, she claims niggas. It's not always a good look. Clavo had her looking ridiculous. Like Nikki, like myself. Um, Clavo? Open it over there. This laptop all I got. Okay. Listen. All, Everybody all used to think Clavo was fine. Well, no, I've, I've seen Clavo in real life. He flirted with my grandmother and he is, he is handsome. The grandmother is the one who got chose. No, my grandmother is very flirtatious for an old lady. And we were sitting on the patio at Public Kitchen and Bar. It's called Social mm-hmm. Tech now. And he was getting into his expensive vehicle that had the trunk in the front. 
And my grandma was like, I like your car. And he was like, you want to ride? And she was like, let me drive it. And it was like a wink and a wink back and forth. And it was very cute. Shout out to your grandmother. Um, that just means Quavo. Like Quavo is going for the grandmothers, for the mothers. He like little baby. I wonder, who do y'all think a bigger hoe? Quavo or little baby? Little baby, definitely. Little baby. What's up? It's little baby here. Go <laughs> so, clone, 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 clone. A clone. Here you go. Clone. He's, he's can't even code switch without being called he's a clone. He's just code switching. First of all, when did little baby learn that code? <laughs> since when did little baby have to? Hey y'all, little baby. Since what day? It, yeah. It's giving Disney Channel. Hey, it's little baby. Little baby ain't never had no corporate job. Doom, 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 doom. He was a drug dealer. He'd never be like, hey, it's little baby. You want a three five? No. <laughs> he ain't he no his regular voice. Mom, but they said black people DNA to know how to. He probably had a coach. He probably has a media coach. To be honest, I think that was the only glimpse we've ever seen him sober. I think we always That's see him. He beat. was very sober. And so he was sober and it could spray. My mama said she met him once and he was higher than a fucking kite and he just went to sit down. He'd be in the Yes. Oh my God. I'll be like, hmm, Dominique. When I met Quando Rondo, and, and I don't even know if he's still alive, y'all, because Atlanta go kill that nigga. But when I met Quando Rondo, Chicago he, gonna do that got King Von killed. Well, he didn't get King Von killed. King Von kind of got King Von killed, but that's neither here nor there. So one of his homies is one who like pulled the trigger for King Von. Yeah. Oh my God. He, um, and Atlanta is going to murder him. Murder! Like that nigga's behind him. He not from him? He's not from here, no. But when I met him um, pre pre-murder, he was so fucking high that I actually was going to call 911. And he's a kid. Like, he's young. He's super, like, Lil' Kim. Remember when people said Lil' Kim had so much semen in her, they had to pump it out? Yes. What the fuck are you talking about? Yes. You don't remember that rumor? I remember that. That Lil' Kim went to the Wait a minute. You never heard that rumor? That was, like, up up there with Sierra had a dick rumor. Yes. So what you're telling me is that medically, people believe you could have so <laughs> we much come in, in your guts that you had to get it pumped out. To be fair, I believed it, but I was astounded. I was like, how much cum was in her guts for this to happen? And mind you, we were young when this rumor came out. I must have been on punishment or something when that was <laughs> happening because- You weren't on the bus that day, but the buses were, were going off with that. That's crazy. Well, anytime anybody started talking about semen, leave it back for it. anybody anytime somebody started talking about semen i put my headphones on i was very semen <laughs> uh until i turned 16 and things went in a different direction semen. but um they told yeah. the world that she had did a gangbang or whatever was the story and honestly how i don't even know where niggas would be pumping that much semen in like it would have to be an saying, do you know like for someone who's met a, a couple loads of semen myself it don't even be that much semen bro for, it really it to pump your stomach you literally have it would have to be like a, a gallon, like you a know, Home like, Depot okay. bucket. When they have them porn conferences and they try to b- break the world record for biggest what's um, gang a porn bang? conference. They have porn the avian conference is the biggest. You know, what's a porn conference when they link up? It's a really big deal. But they have like the biggest world's biggest. They try to break the record for biggest gangbang. So like I feel like even that wouldn't even make enough semen for a stomach pumping. Well, I was filleting a guy. I was filleting a guy. He had a big, huge monster cock. And there was the time where I'm like, okay, yes, I'm going to get the cum explosion, but it's going to be normal because of how humans work. It was not. And I don't even think there was enough room in my mouth for how much semen was involved there. 
and I cried in the bathroom. I cried in the bathroom and I don't think I ever stopped crying. Like we went to get food after and I was still crying. And I don't think I ever saw him again after that. He had this big like penis that had like a personality. Like it was like another human. Like it was like another person on his person. And I was like, it's coming all over the place. Yes. And it was just a lot of cum. And it was, I was so young. It was just a really bad situation. Don't tell that story again because I'm uncomfortable. Is that your worst semen story? My worst semen experience and like, oh my God. That wasn't even my worst semen story, but go ahead. Oh, well, that's more motherfucking frightening. So um, my worst <laughs> this young fellow, um, I believe his name was Brandon. Uh, I want to out him as a disgusting nigger. Um, he ejaculated uh, into my mouth. I tried to swallow it as I believe we were on a uh, school trip or something. I'm not really sure. We were out in the world. It could have been a school trip because no, we were out in the world. I don't know where we were at, but I wasn't supposed to be sucking dick. Um, and I tried to swallow his semen and it was so greasy. It separated and set on top of the spit in my mouth. And I literally spit up like a baby. Like I went, Bleh. like I just opened my mouth. Like, you know how babies don't give a fuck. Like they don't be trying to like turn their head. They don't be trying to be cute. They just open their mouth and whatever's in there has to go. That greasy semen. I was like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what it is. I, I'm projectile. Oh my mom. god! Yeah, that was really fucked up. And then I got struck. So what was ever in there was not delicioso, as they say. That's the nastiest shit I ever heard about. <laughs> no, I heard. heard some wild and shit, especially from you. But, but that, that shit, that you know what? I would have like. Oftentimes, like I think people make suicide dramatic. I would have just been like, you know what? This is a nice place to end this story. <laughs> oh, I would have been, I would have taken myself out. I'd have been like, you know what? I'm done with life. If this is what life has for me, I'm finished. We tried to it get it down. People suicides again, like Secret Life of Bees, like May. I'm just <laughs> take the rock. <laughs> I'm just laying. It was. So I'm gonna just go. I'm trying, I kept trying, I tried to get it down and when I, it bounced back up, then I tried to get it down again and then just the texture, I was like, oh, this nigga's sick, boy. This nigga got a very, very bad disease and he doesn't have much more time before his blood turns to gelatin. Like he's fucked out here. <laughs> I once spit some cum out of a window on the highway and it blew back in my face, so. You know what's hilarious? They're probably, and it's unlikely, but there might be a person in the world who was driving by that just so happened to look out the window <laughs> and see, and slick you snowballed yourself. I did. That is some disgusting. Yes, how fast was it? And like, I, I, my goal, first of all, yes, we were on 20. My, my goal, I That's was like, I, 20, but right, I, I know the possibility that this cum could blow back in my face. So I was like, you have to hock it so that it travels and doesn't come back. So I was like, and I spit it out the window and I tried to let the window back up, but the the (laughs) driver slash recipient of the head had the windows on lock. So he tried to sabotage you. So it it smacked me in the side of the face. We were going somewhere else too. So I had to wipe my face with Chipotle napkins. Of course. Mm-hmm. is you know and then you break up with people and you're like why did i do that why did i do that for that this person so it was shit. it was really bad 
it's also like you know you if i could just get back all of the semen i swallowed i'm sure it wouldn't be any larger than maybe a water bottle amount um what amount like a water bottle that's a lot of cup like this water bottle or like are you talking about like a yeti right like are you Sure, because it's also like I always I'm, I'm factoring about a twenty percent come differential for any I don't remember. I don't think I well no that's a lie I was about to lie on this <laughs> listen I bit I'm thirty bitch it's some come I forgot it's some whole niggas I forgot <laughs> no low key I was trying to remember one of my like serious exes last name <laughs> like a last name that I was planning to take. Nope. I was like, what is his last name? Because his first name is like a, a like name that like you should be able to like remember the last name. Right. Um, and I was just like, I, I could I could not remember it. I was like, this is supposed to be your last name, Pooh. What's wrong? What's going on? Good, good. That means you're purging. These and then niggas. I kept saying Martin, and I was like, that's not right. His name's not Martin. I was like, his last name's not Martin. Have y'all ever, I don't know why this, you wiping semen off the side of your face with a Chipotle napkin, like okay. sitting with me. All right. Have y'all ever had semen on your on your persons and been in public and not know? Okay. No. It's very common. Very. <laughs> no. It's common. Yes. Like it's very common. Sometimes people get a little, like a little crush. I've seen there's something about Mary. I have never been jizzed on and not known. Oh, you know what? I'm not telling you. Not <laughs> there my we go telling it's the common truth. my last time having intercourse with a very toxic young man i was talking to last year and we were on our way to that louisiana bistro restaurant in decatur and i used to work there did y'all do something nasty it was there? awful no, no no we didn't go do it oh. there but we, it was raining and on the way there i was fellationing him um i was such a slut so we pulled you over into- You are currently a slut. Let's okay, not change the language. But yeah, I yeah. am. But okay. we pulled over in one of the white people town home neighborhoods and had the sex in the vehicle. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Right there mm -hmm. off of uh, Church Street. I sure do. And we hunched. I too sucked dick over there. And no one bothered us. It was gray. It was raining. And then we came into the restaurant, sold the show, but my fro was lopsided. And then I had various stains on my shirt and pants. I don't know whose secretions were whose, but I'm no longer down bad like that. I'm telling secretions. you now that if that was in the past year and a half, I know the staff at Louisiana Bistro and what they were doing was talking about that shit in the break room. If they saw it, <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. And I was drunk. I'm telling you right now that Charlie and them was in, that's the bartender, was in the back room talking about your cum stains. I'm telling you that right now. I don't think it, maybe it was my cum or spit or something. I don't know. I had a little, uh, I had a little baby goo that was, <laughs> that got on my face and I got most of it, but there was just a little piece that I missed and it crystallized. And my son said, mommy, oh, <gasps> You got some spit on your face. So I went to the bathroom and I was like, holy shit, I'm glad kids are dumb. Because I had a guy come. This is your brother on my face. I had or a guy come in my edges once. Um, Talk about some edge control. I used to that out. My, my edges had never flourished. Like, like I, they still haven't since then. Like he came in the edges. Oh, I was yeah. like, damn, you came in my edges. And he was like, but look at them though. And they were laying like even with like mm. the come in there. Sounds like and, some 3A shit. And then so like I wiped yeah. them out. 
And then for like three weeks, my edges were as amazing. Like I didn't even need to tie a scarf down. I three would just, weeks. Three weeks. I would just lay the edges and go. No scarf. It was amazing. You don't come out. I have to put on my edges for dress. You know how much stomach pumping come. Come buckets of cum on my face. <laughs> It'd be dripping down my sideburns. Yeah, we, yeah, like we spray <laughs> We haven't even done jokes. You in know the how, week, y'all. how old niggas start um sweating in the Beijing? Yes, that's the and drip to get my edge. You okay. know what? You know who can't rap is that Dream Doll, but she had a bar where she was talking about. No, she been snapping lately. Lately, like her. lately, but in the beginning, she wasn't doing well. It was very rough in the beginning, and, and she had a bar about how raggedy ass Tory Lanez ate her out and left Beijing in between her thighs and that was the funniest shit I had ever heard in my life I now bitch you are funny that's funny I love that I like when she did her like Biggie voice she started rapping like this I like yeah that, that deep voice shit y'all know I'm into that I remember she dissed Tory Lanez before it was cool yeah no she that's really what she said that. Okay, on that fuck that nigga shit, but they used to like fuck around and go together and shit. Like, well, they used to fuck around, go together. I be giving bitches so much, go together. Y'all had sex and went to dinner. Right. <laughs> um, to I have two jokes of the week. Melanie, I'm gonna let you pick. Should I talk about the fish fry or the stocks? The fish fries. Okay, so boom, right? So you missed out, uh, Lauren. I made a fried fish tonight. That was my plan. I made fish and slaw, okay. potatoes and corn. Um, so I mm. was making the batter uh the cornmeal for the fish fry and i was as i was whisking it i dropped my whisk into the bowl and the fish fry billowed up in my face like a war smoke and fish fry went into my nose all down my nasal passage to the back of my Are you fish fry basically and i was i was suffocating in my own home um, I ran around the kitchen three times. I fell down. I had to drink water. It was a whole thing. I kept trying to like, like, I don't know if you've ever tried to manufacture a sneeze or like make a sneeze happen, but I kept like fake sneezing to try to like get it out. That wasn't working. I drank water. Um, and then I was just coughing up like, as Melanie called it, dough. Like I was just coughing up clumps of congealed fish fry because of how much had got into my nose and it body. Got yes, and then now, like, even when I snort still, it's fish fry. I can still taste it. You're lucky you didn't fucking suffocate, because honestly- I know, I've read stories about people suffocating from flour. You could have, it could have, like, built a wall in there, and you could have been, like, all the way closed the fuck up. I like, know. look at the lengths of food. Yeah, but the fish was delicious. It was worth it. Um... My other joke of the week that I told Melanie about is that my ex suggested that I sell some stock because I was an emotional investor uh, and I didn't make good decisions. And now I've made a lot of money because I did not let go of that stock. So fuck you. I let go of you instead of the stock. And look Period. At yeah. And my life glowed up. Ow. Um, yes, one of you all jokes of the week. Melanie, you want to go? So my joke of the week um, is miserable people. And I've never wanted to be someone who like, okay, granted, I'd be like, my man, my man, my man, because like, I finally have one. Well, not finally, I'd be having it. But like, I shared my happiness with the internet, which is a big mistake. Don't do that. But people yeah. be like, I had, okay, if you don't follow me, like my boyfriend took me on a picnic, which I've been asking for since the beginning of time. And I was just asking for like, take a bitch to the belt line with a public sub, right? Cool. That's all I asked for. But this nigga really went all out. But people were really like reach and find anything to be mad about. And it's just like, what's wrong with y'all hoes? 
My bitch was like, oh, y'all brought a table. That's weird. A t- and then I, I posted on TikTok and somebody was like, oh, so he on his phone way too much for me. Like, I'm just like, what's wrong with y'all? For real. I, 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 like being a hater, because like sometimes you don't even realize you're being a hater. Like, you got to really check yourself. Like it's some shit like one of my old niggas got a bitch now. And it's just like, you know what? Damn. Am I being a hater? Why am I unpacking these feelings? You know what I'm saying? But it's just like, I can acknowledge that, but I will never put energy out into the universe of being a hater like Unless that. you're going to just be like straight up like, oh, because it's like some shit, like for example, like I think the surgery girls are beautiful. However, I'm jealous that you didn't go through a phase where people were making you wear tankinis as a child <laughs> and people were telling you, oh, that ain't your size. They don't make that in your size. But that's size. also fair and you so have the self-awareness. I'm jealous and I'll be like, I'm hating. Like if you're going to hate, at least be able to say out loud, I'm hating. Exactly. But hating is like, oh, you got a mole in your left booty cheek. Yeah, because it's it's three bitches I actually do hate. So like, I am hating on them. But like, you, it, it is sad how like, because I saw the picnic post. I thought it was super cute. It was. But it's always somebody who wants to be taken somewhere or who's just projecting like, why does this bitch have the nigga taking her on picnics and itineraries and shit? Why not me? You know, why, why not? Like God, I mean, like the regular people, you gonna say some rude shit. But here's the thing. And let me tell you, host something. And that's, and that's real. It's not happening to you because you're an asshole. Like your, for attitude, real, your attitude is gross. And I had to learn that about myself in regards to some things. It's not happening for you because you're a dick. And when you stop being mean about it, then maybe, or maybe it's never supposed to happen for you. And that's also okay. Relax. But even for me, like I kind of am an asshole and I don't want to position myself like, oh, men love me because I'm this and I'm that. No, I'm an asshole. I hate niggas. Like I don't say anything uplifting for you men. You are also funny though. I'm, like, yeah, yeah, I'm also funny and I'm You're cute funny. and my booty's big. So it's just like, I get nice things because of that. You know what I'm saying? But honestly, this is the first nigga who really like, all inclusively listens and is what I want and is like, it's cute as I need him to be and all of the things. But honestly, this nigga is a nigga and he could cheat on me today and I'll leave his ass tomorrow. I'm not putting all my value in like this nigga because he's a nigga and niggas is going to nig. So why are you acting like it's a nigga? That's what a lot of you, the, the, the people need to remember. And I'm talking to anybody who loves anybody. I love them. These are motherfucking people, especially if you love men. If you are if you are a heterosexual and you listening to this podcast and you like, damn, I want a nigga to take me on a picnic. Remember, you're asking for a nigga to do something. And you know what? This is what I want to say. And in case I don't ever tell my daughters, listen to this episode of the podcast. If I don't ever say this to you, the nigga heard you. So whatever nigga you dealing with and you said some shit out loud and he didn't do it, he fucking heard you. So you asking niggas to take you on picnics and they don't take you, guess what? They fucking heard you and they decided not to. You ask the nigga to stop cheating on you and he don't, guess what? He fucking heard you. These niggas you, can hear. They can hear, they fucking heard you. My auntie has said some shit to me my whole life. She said, asking a nigga once is already too much. Asking a nigga twice is begging. Stop begging these niggas and these bitches, whoever it is. Stop asking people over and over again to do right by you. They heard you the first, the first fucking, time. fucking time. They don't want to do it. So if you're not getting picnics, you ain't getting them because you don't want I left my nigga because I kept asking for shit and he kept not giving it to me. Fuck him. And he's still a good person. You still good. I still love you. You a dick. Go do that shit to somebody else, bitch. I said what I needed. Period. And, and, and it don't matter if you need some goddamn Reebok classic. If a nigga don't get them for you, 
He don't give a fuck. Especially if he and this the thing about it is it's different if a nigga can't do some shit. It's different if a bitch can't do some shit. And they and these niggas can. And they can and they don't. don't so you are upset and jealous over some shit that the nigga you with will never do for you because he doesn't want to and he does not think that you are that important. Period. And all, Y'all don't have many things that change the nigga that wanted to. Because I have on my past nigga have a picnic, he said no. Flat up. I'm just not taking a picnic. You can't eat outside with a bitch. I suck your yeah, dick. That's not nice. That's not nice at all. I suck your dick. But you know what? I didn't that's mean not- to get all auntie about that shit, but I just you don't know. Help, help with the glasses. But also, people need to remember that some of these people, like, because we're humans, they go through phases and shit. The nigga that told you no for a picnic might be taking bitches to picnics in Belize. You know what I'm saying? This motherfucker might be that motherfucker for somebody else. And you know what? You might as well hurry up the process to finding the motherfucker for you. No, he was always silent, bitch. I'm sure it was a bitch before me who wanted to go to the picnic. And he was like, ah. you know now, now she looked on the gram like, who the fuck is this bitch to this fucking picnic, bitch? I'm sorry. Yes, you'll have two for people you care about. Like, I mean, you'll 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 fucking get it together. You'll make an effort. Me to do right. I, I do a bit of that begging shit. Like, if you if I gotta keep asking you to do something, or if I gotta keep and not even ask, I have ADHD also, and I've been googling, and so like repeating myself and like forgetting this and mindfulness or whatever. On the other hand, I would hate for somebody to be like, damn, I had to tell you more than once. You don't give a fuck. I don't fucking remember. Sometimes I need to hear things a few times. But that's, for the most part, it's important. I'm not gonna forget it. That's and that's fair. That's fair. Like if you're like, hey, can you get the groceries out the car? And the nigga keeps forgetting, that's a different thing. But like, yeah, hey, it's important to I like flowers, I like orchids, I would like one every now and again. And you don't never see no flower, you don't never see no orchid, you don't never. I was in my last relationship getting flowers from stalkers before I was getting them from my nigga. That's what I knew it was time to go. You mean a nigga that I would hope ends up in jail is sending me flowers before you? Oh, no, sir. No, thank you. Go do that to a bitch who don't want nothing. I think the last time I was really like, I caught myself and I had to sit myself down and be like, you're embarrassing yourself, was in, it was about Instagram specifically, where I was just like, you know what? If I got to keep asking a motherfucker, to make their Instagram look like they're in a relationship, they want people to think they're single. Imagine if being I, gay who ain't posted their ring. <laughs> Hello, no ring, no suits, no. Not even you. How you engaged so they can never post you? One? You're not even on his page. He's talking about we private. We want you to do all that Instagram that stuff. Serious. It oh, is that serious is because that serious. he's on the east side eating ass and buying Telfars. That's what he's doing. Why are all your homeboys on your Instagram? They get to be on Instagram talking about for lifers. We for lifers. We're engaged. I suck your dick. <laughs> it always comes down to this. I'm the one sucking your dick. We're for lifers. Are they sucking your dick? They might. They might be. It's Atlanta. You host. They're, they're being that's treated fair. nicely. They get to be on your page. Well, how many things I got to suck to get on your? I got to suck they did? I don't even really care about social media. This is. I had a conversation with my mom the other day. She was talking to me about niggas. My mom has always been pretty much like, she's a true Sagittarius, fear of commitment, doesn't really want to be like tied down. And she just told me one day in her early 30s, she just started lying back and cheating back and her life got so much easier. And I think that's what I'm going to start doing. Like even my roommate, we're platonic. We don't know nothing romantic there at all. He lies to me. I know when he lies to me. And I used to get very upset when Rodney would lie to me. Now I just lie back. 
whenever I know that he's telling me a lie, I just tell him a lie back and I go on about my day and I feel really refreshed and renewed in the Lord. Start lying to these niggas back when they lie to you. Start you know, cheating back it, when they sounds- cheat on you. If you're not going to leave, cheat back. If you're not going to leave, cheat back. This sounds very pessimistic because I date men and I have to always be ready for whatever. My boyfriend's amazing. But the day he starts being a nigga, like I know niggas to be, I have to be ready for that. I really do. And I think I've decided to cheat back too because I love him. I yes, I, cheat back. And our kids are going to be very adorable. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm not starting over with no niggas who I can't really play Russian roulette with these jeans. For I'm me. only dating old, old niggas I had before at this point. Well, except for one. But for the most part, I'm only dating niggas that I've already had. Okay, well, good for you. But as for me in my house, we going to make this fucking work. He cheat on me. I'm going to do homecoming. Yeah, get your boyfriend. My uh, my best friend, Alyssa, shout out to her, um, was talking, uh, we were having a conversation about dating and she was just talking about how like, it'll be the slightest thing when you first start getting to know somebody. And she's like, oh, it's a red flag, fuck it. And through the conversation, I was like, these aren't always necessarily red flags. I think we are just at a space where it's like, I don't want to date anybody and I'm about to disqualify disqualify everybody by any means necessary. Red flag, blue flag, green flag. Don't trust you. You got to go. Because it's going to get redder and worse. You start with a little faint pink. Yeah. Now you're now you a full-blown now crimson. It's, now, now it's sanguine, okay? It's not even the flag no more. Beach towel. You just got big red towels everywhere. Look at stupid. Like damn. Bitch. No, you remember when um in like elementary school and y'all had to like hold that one thing. Shut up. It's the thing that go like this. <laughs> yes, it'd be like, and you just run. It. Yo, that shit used to kind of scare me though. Um, when I was underneath it, I don't know about y'all, but I was a little closer. No, some girls wrapped me up in it one day. It was awful. I don't like that. Are you okay? No, I'm. F- <laughs> I didn't like that at all. Like, we'll just have a breakup conversation. Did she say how she was bullied? Not just be like, it's not even like girl tied me up. Like, let, let me let me tell you about the bitches I went to high school with. Right, so in high school they tied you up. No, they didn't tie me up in high school. This is, oh, this no, is you a, gonna beat their This is a one. this is a different story. So it was girls that were like really mean to me in high school. And our senior gift, a bunch of bitches made a DVD about how awful I was and put it in everybody's just senior you? gift bag. Yes. Damn bitch. <laughs> they had a whole black. These were black women. Um not and, in Columbia. Um, and um one of the girls was well, she wasn't involved. She was friends with them, but she wasn't involved at all. She was actually really a sweetheart. She was my lab partner. She was really cool, right? She was fine with taking on the responsibility of dissecting the feral cat because I was not going to do it. Uh shout out to Brittany, she's amazing. So the other day on Twitter, I get a notification and I'm blocked by whoever the main tweet is, but I get a notification (laughs) from Brittany and it's like, let's rally the troops. Yes, I love this idea. So I tweeted back. I was like, I'm blocked by whatever the main tweet is, but I'm sure I'm down for whatever it is. You just made that Twitter. So that person just blocked you. Yes. So I'm I'm like, I'm sure I'm down for whatever it is. So it's like, people want to have a class reunion, which means somebody that has blocked me has suggested a class reunion and somebody thought that I wanted to be involved, which is also fine, right? I look on the tweet, it's everybody who was involved in making the DVD about how awful I was. And I'm like- Oh, so We should all go and we can diss them. We'll make a new song. Yeah, I'm, I'm considering, well, no, here's the thing. Everyone is- is not doing great um in terms of just like the things they wanted to accomplish um and y'all think it's dreams deferred 
Um, a lot of girls made fun of me because I was because of how I was shaped, and they're all fat now, which is fine because fat is fine. But like, you shouldn't have been talking shit. You shouldn't have called me a fat ass Kelly Price because look at you <laughs> living the life that you made fun of, of me true for. Fat ass Kelly. But I think I will help plan this class reunion. Um, and I'm better than you guys, and you guys are really mean to me for no reason. So that's where we're at. I'm gonna shit on everybody who was mean to me for no reason for the rest of my life. As you should. Should. I would go to my class reunion, but it's all Klansmen. So yeah, no need to reunite. Y'all still hate niggas. Um, (laughs) My class reunion, people are very excited. I'm like, oh, y'all really peaked in high school. Y'all are really excited about this. Yeah, like y'all are. You know what? Y'all were nice to me and y'all voted for me for both things that I went out for and I won both and fuck. I'll fuck with y'all for that because fam, you was hating ass bitches and they did not vote for me. They did vote for me actually, they cheated, but you know, this is my podcast, I can say what I want. But I fuck with them because they voted for me twice and they really fucked with me. And even though I did think I was better than everybody and that's why people don't really like, didn't really like do me for real. Those who didn't do me, not a lot of people didn't do me, but I, I did think I was better than everybody not because I am. But that was mad. That was bad to say, huh? I, I didn't say I always had main character syndrome so bad. So it wasn't even necessarily always thinking I was better. It was just this movie is literally about me. Honestly, like I would have things like, you know, mean girls. Yes. Like every day when I walked in, and then it would just be like blasted out by some fucking Gucci Mane or something. I don't know why people had such a problem with me in high school. All I did was do my work and suck dick. That's it. My boyfriends, like these dicks, write them down. It was not, it was only like five straight boys in my school, <laughs> two of which were my boyfriends <laughs> when I was there. So, all the, the whole school had five niggas to choose from. You suck two of their dicks, of course, bitches hate me. And you can't figure out why nobody likes you. You know, bitches never do that. Ugly, too, honestly. Well, one of them was questionable, and then the other one, Cameron's handsome. Um, he's handsome. I wonder if girl, yes, to kingdom come. I hope he's doing okay. You okay, Cam? Hey, boo. He had a twin too. Hey, twin. If, had, if, wait, if that nigga had a twin, I would let her run. Well, no, it was like a caramel twin and a chocolate twin, so they were identical except for skin tone. So that was very sexy to me as a young person. I was like, ooh, <laughs> ooh. Okay, let's have a moan contest. Oh, wait, tell your joke. Tell your joke. Oh shit. Okay, you yeah, have my joke of the week. Um, I have two. So I'm gonna start with my first one. Um, yesterday I was at Hell Yeah performing. I don't dispute off this thing. So I was at Hell Yeah performing, and during the comedy show, mid comedy show, they're like, "We're gonna have a moan contest." So I'm standing over there. I wasn't gonna participate. I swear to God. So at first they're like, "The moan contest is for five hundred dollars." I'm like, "Oh wow, somebody's gonna get five hundred dollars." I can't wait to hear people moan. And then there's conversation, and then it goes, the moan contest is for $1,000. Hold on. That's what you get for eating my weed, son. Drink some water, fool ass boy. She's yelling at the dog again. Yeah, I'm yelling at him. He ate my weed. He ate what I'm sure was a gram of weed earlier. You know, you at your friend's house, and they start getting yelled at by by their mom, and you don't know what to do. That's me. I used to just keep eating my food. I like, y'all in trouble at this house. There ain't nobody gonna hit me over here. I'm good. It's the safest. <laughs> it's the only place nobody's gonna hit me. Like <laughs> I'm perfectly fine. But yeah, so the bone contest goes up for a thousand dollars. Boom. So now I'm intrigued. Now I'm drinking water and clearing my throat, but I'm still not gonna get up there. So the first girl comes to the mic, and by first I mean the only competition I had because it was me versus one other girl. 
she gets up there and she literally like sings the like puts her leg on the stage sings opera lays on the ground splays her legs open like it's a lot going on um and they booed her and her mom oh my jesus yeah, I didn't even know you could boo. I've been booed for a month. Moaning. Oh my God. Because that means that niggas have been booing me silently while we've been fucking. But it's also like, okay, so I'm like, fuck it. This is an easy $1,000. You don't have no acrylics on. You could use the money. So I fucking, I come to the stage. I turn around to do this. First of all, I'm not a person that's easily embarrassed, but this was probably the most awkward thing ever and I didn't even really want to do it but it took like 30 minutes to for them to try to get volunteers so I'm like you know what let me just be the first girl that's work at the party so all the other bitches know they could pop pussy right that's what I was trying to do stronger than marines so period you know what I'm saying I turn my back to the crowd I give them a good hang, hang, huh? one more time please hang, hang, huh? what is that <laughs> that was my mom that's awful. Is that how it wasn't it? that it was a little, you know, it wasn't great, but it was, I also don't know how to make entertain niggas. Like I'm supposed to what do something that makes niggas happy. Like, no, I want to hear this winning moan. Go ahead. The floor yes. is yours. So, um, <clears throat> actually moan wasn't even like great, but there was no competition. So I moan, I get a split reaction. I have 80% cheers. I have about a 20% boo, but it was really from the bitch who went first and she was drunk and was hitting Nav in the head on stage. They almost had to squirt the bitch out the whole motherfucker. It was amazing. Uh, my second joke of the week is Joe Button's podcast. This nigga sucks. This nigga's disgusting. You bitch ass nigga, you stealing? You stealing from the crew? You stealing? You taking shit? Let me tell you something. And then you're stealing on top of being a a sexual assaulter of dogs and a beater of women. Hello? Hello? And and you're disgusting. Joe Budden, I'll I'll slap you dead in your fucking mouth if I ever see you, You have one song. Period. Pump, pump, pump it up. And the only reason the song did numbers is because of Omarion and them. It literally is you. First of all, I'm sorry, I'm so distracted. Did y'all watch Power Rangers? You know that nigga head be floating in the thing. Yes, that is me right now. But um, (laughs) (laughs) all Joe had to do, because here's the jokes on you podcast. We are a team, okay? You guys are not gonna have to worry because we're not making any money. (laughs) None of us are turning down millions of dollars from Spotify. You guys can listen. If someone offers us three hundred dollars right now, we'll take it. We will split it three ways. We will, if somebody sends us- You can actually just cash up one of us and then it'll go into the group <laughs> yes, message. if you want to And we'll be up. like, someone sent us some money, guys. We gonna circulate that money. Send us money, please. My thing was when I rewatched, cause I've been like, y'all know I'm a Reddit bitch. Reddit is so good. It might be better than Twitter, honestly, over there. It's so fun. But um, they were like, okay. So Joe, after he decides that he doesn't want to take Spotify's money, and he wants them to go on Patreon for shillings and, you know, try to get a million dollars that way. Um, he announced also that he was going to be like the head of creator equity at the same time. And these two niggas that he had not been sharing financial information with had to sit there while this man was like, we got to be of owners of our content. These companies got to give us ownership and we got to get our peace. And right. this and the third. Those, when I tell you rewatching it, Rory, the white man did his best to still try to, you know, be a beat mic. Maul black ass picks up his phone, 
stops speaking and proceeds to text pretty much the remainder of the episode. He was like, oh, fuck you, nigga. So like looking back at it, because I wasn't really watching the Joe Budden podcast um, at this point. So I was not around for all that, but I do think karma is swift. I do think karma is real. This is what you get for um, hitting uh, Mashonda, not Mashonda. Why do I always keep telling people Joe Button hit Mashonda? It was not Mashonda. Because that doesn't even make any sense. It was, um, Mashonda would do something totally different, but she is not. Yeah, Mashonda would do something else. Joe Button hit, what is that girl's name? I don't know. Tahiri. No, not just here. Esther There's Baxter. The baby, Esther Baxter. That's whose baby. That was Esther Baxter, so. Um, fuck you, Joe Budden. And uh, I really no. wish we could deplatform all these abuses because, like, we had the verses coming up. And so I can't even enjoy because y'all beat bitches and rape. And, Bow and, wow, and, Bow wow got his ass beat by the bitch. Uh, he lost, but he started it. He yeah. did start it, and she was like, "Oh, I got something for little Bow Wow. You just don't know." I just want to go back to Joe Budden for a second. You know, <laughs> I never pass up an opportunity to. And I don't care if we're a small podcast, nigga. I don't care if we to... get two listens, bitch. We're talking about. Yeah, you. no, Joe Budden. Honestly, like, I just really want to say. Um, and send me this clip when y'all do the editing because I'd like to post it on my page. Joe Budden, you are a disgrace of a human being. You are disgusting. You are intentionally vile and awful. I cannot believe you do the shit that you do to dogs or women. And on top of that, you decide to practice improper business and just, you know, hell is hot. And, and I hope you, you burn. I hope you get really crispy like bacon. I hope it's an air fryer for you. You're disgusting. Um, and that's what I feel like. That's where I'm at. Good for you. Mm-hmm. I'll slap the shit out of you if I ever see you. I feel like Joe Budden is like, um, because mm-hmm. re-watching it, do you know how fucking ill you have to be to be sitting next to niggas whose money you're not okay. It was not that he didn't pay them. They were getting a percentage of their fucking. They were making profit. money, but nowhere near as much as he was. And I'm like, this yes. is that interesting. Cause like every week, niggas wanna be up to take black women, but oh, but y'all heard with Maul and Rory, the white Kappa said. Exactly. Like, and That's you know what? Game. First of all, Kappa is enough. And then you put white on top of it. We supposed to be listening to a white Kappa. That's the worst kind no of Kappa. Let me tell you something what I will say about that white Kappa, which is crazy. He was the probably, not probably, absolutely the least problematic one on the podcast to the point where conversations would come up about black women and the white Kappa would be like, listen, none of us should be speaking on the black woman experience. And Joe be like, no, no, I know what bitches go through. I know and what bitch, like, no. Joe, Joe Budden and that shit you did to that girl, fucking making her feel uncomfortable sexually and kept talking about how you wanted to fuck her. And All she went to hug stuff. you and you grinded your nasty ass, brittle old man mm-hmm. pelvis against her when you forced her into a hug on the fucking air. You know what, ho? I hope they put you under the fucking jail, you fucking weirdo. And I heard you fucking say, and I, I read the fucking quote where you said that you don't hire women unless you want to fuck them. You are fucking disgusting you fucking yellow belly smile for a belly button beard won't connect ass bitch you are disgusting his response to the girl uh to her out to her sharing her experience and talking about what creepy ass shit he did he comes forward and is like you know basically this is why we need to hire people in place that can you know keep eyes on these kinds of things that can intervene why don't you stop fucking being weird why do we have to hire bait and we can hire black women? We don't need to hire referees for the pussy nigga. You need to stop being weird. You're at work. No ass bitch. Work. This is not slaughterhouse. You're not on row. 
And also that white boy, when he was doing his little response, he said the first time he got the accounting, he looked and off top, there was a $400,000 mistake. I love you two bitches very much. If there was a $400,000 error, we would have to chat in person. We need to talk. We need to talk. Where did the 400,000 go? And I'm no fire, but I will train with almighty ISIS. <laughs> Both y'all bitches. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going to follow. I will up. go Mortal Kombat on you bitches. I will. Almighty ISIS. Get over here. Beat <laughs> your ass. He said, and I quote, he was like, I didn't even have, like, I don't have no degree. I don't know much about accounting. He was like, but I quickly saw $400,000. So if this nigga quickly saw $400,000 was a miss. Hmm? What's wrong? I don't know. I just. I don't know. I'll be having like things in my arms. If $400,000 was missing from the joke. At quick glance. Podcast account. It would be very much like, um, it would be like an escape room. Like nobody's leaving until we figure out what happened to the $400,000. To be honest, $400,000 go missing. I'm hitting whoever we've looked into us. <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, you just got your hair done. Bitch, I know it was you. Bitch, you hitting whoever we've looked into us. And baby, if I steal some money, baby, guess what I'm getting done first. We uh, my body bust down 57 inch. I'm gonna have my hair is gonna be like a wedding dress train. If I find four hundred thousand dollars, my shit gonna be trailing the ground. No, y'all not even gonna see. I'm gonna be in bed. I'm gonna have one of the BBL camping chairs. Man, yeah. Oh, I just got a fucking super BBL. They just sucked everything up and mm-hmm. put it in my titties. Mm-hmm. And it. Fuck you, saying. I'm no. telling y'all, I, yeah, because if I come on the podcast, who am I to make a titty joke? You make titty jokes on me all the time. You mean what I don't make titty jokes. I'm just saying, like, I get to, okay, so boom, both of y'all got little titties. I be hating. Like, damn, like, I would like to not have to tape my titties to my shoulder when I want to wear a tank top. Like, that would be nice. That would be nice. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Um, if we make $400,000 at any point, y'all will know I got some money because I'll come to the podcast with a crop top. So there's just no need for concern. I mean, don't we already come with crop tops and bonnets and other... When have I come to the podcast with a crop? Me and my tummy tuck will be <laughs> dropping, okay? We... Oh, that's what you mean. Oh, I thought you were talking about like dress code. I'm like, bitch, we ain't never had a dress oh, code. Oh, no, 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 no. You got on a moo I, I got on a sports bra. Yeah, I got on a moo pimp. And man, I got what I put the scarf on. If to I light. came, if we had four hundred thousand dollars in podcast money, first of all, shout out Dr. Wright Jones at Muse Plastic Surgery. That is the surgeon. I get my pussy done. That I have. Cho- well, my pussy's still snapping. I don't. I don't. I'm, I don't I'm gonna get a new one. I'm gonna put a new clit on it. I would have two clips though. Wait, you wait, think they can put an extra clit on there? Yeah, butterfly doze. I'm getting a brand new pussy. I want, yes. a, I want it to come pre-pierced. I want them to pierce it before they put it on. <laughs> yes. well, you know what? Since we wild, I might just put a clit somewhere else, like a booty crack clit. Like, no, girl, like, I want to put a clit right here. Like that. I want to put a clit right here on my fucking ear where your tragus piercing go. I want to be able oh, to yeah. clean my ears and rub my ear clit at the same time. <laughs> Yes. No, that's too. That might be too much. Nose, of a I'd probably pee on myself. I don't need to be feeling that good. I I, I, want, I want a clit right on the outside of my ear. I want to clean my ear and rub my ear clit, my clear at the same time. I'm gonna make sure. Like I don't know if somebody will die and like donate their pussy to science. I'm gonna get a new one because mommy having too many like yeast infections and shit. Like anything I do wrong, my body reacts to it. So I want a whole new one. Like I'm gonna just see I, if they got some. I'm gonna get you a like a, a, a trooper pussy. Like if I you drink too much, if I drink too much alcohol, too many days in a row, though, I do get the sugar puss, which is not good. What's 
the sugar push. So when you drink oh, too much, tell us more about that. When no, when you drink too much wine, you drink too many sugary cocktails and things of that nature, like say like three, four days in a row, like your vagina will have a feeling. It's not bad. Necessarily nothing bad is happening, but it's like Last your meal. balance is off. Yeah. And it's the it's the sugar puss. And that's when Ellie, you like, yo, yo pussy about to lose its leg. It's not your pussy. Your pussy. Your pussy. <laughs> oh my god, that's the title. That's the title. So it's you gotta you gotta like you gotta recalibrate after that. <laughs> it's not like nothing's wrong, like nothing's itching. It's just like a it it feels like you know how you be wanting to go to sleep after eating something greasy and you're like, I gotta mm-hmm. lay down. It's the same feeling like with your puss. You're like, oh, I drank too much. I gotta put this bitch on ice for a minute. This is I've much. never heard of that, but that's just I'm, I gotta be honest with you. I've never got that. The sugar puss, I uh my pussy well like, no, I don't know about y'all's pussies, but like I, I get the sugar puss. If I have too much sugary wine, I have too many juicy cocktails, things of that nature, my vagina will just feel different. Okay, I get that, but it's just because I'm a tramp and I'm about to fuck something. So that's pretty much my sugar puss. It's when I've had too much liquor and I'm about to throw this cat. She didn't hear you say it again. She's gonna Lauren, be I said I got my first UTI. I'm a woman now. Oh, congratulations. You're going to be like me. You're going to start taking your shots of cranberry juice. Honestly, Bitch is going to be up there the apple weekend. and pine. I got it when I was up there in Detroit and the whole, like, let me get a cranberry and tequila. <laughs> <laughs> I was so shy. I was so shy. And I hate when I go to the doctor about something, I know what it is. And the doctor want to be like, well, listen to STD. No, bitch. Give me no. my antibiotics. I know what it is. I already Googled it. Yeah, honestly, I cannot stand when I go to the doctor and I've already diagnosed myself and they're making me play the game. And they want to like do their job and shit. Bitch, I know what it is. Oh, I got to pee in this cup. I told you what it is. I'm telling you, I came up there one time. I was like, ma'am, it's chlamydia. And we don't even need to do the panel. It's <laughs> chlamydia. Like, I'm certain. I know when I'm I wipe. Back so I can I go. Was, no, I'm there's, this is like, it was so humbling. Cause when I joined, when you join the military, then they do your little pap smear. If anything comes back amiss, they just separate you bitches in the line. There's like a bad pussy, like split off. Okay. Oh, see, so, I can't do the military. I got asthma already. So don't don't put me in a bad <laughs> pussy. It's so crazy. Cause we didn't know we were getting split off for. I'm thinking that it's a bad bitch crew because it's all my friends. <laughs> they sent us to the little room like, oh, y'all hoes got chlamydia, gonorrhea, just no, I went to the gynecologist <laughs> once and was trying to explain to her. This is before I knew what sugar puss was for my body. And so I went to the gynecologist. I was like, ma'am, I don't know how better to say this, but I got the sugar puss. And she was like, that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, ma'am, I had too much wine. I've got the sugar puss. She put the thing in there. She was like, this vehicle is running smoothly. I don't know what to tell you. Everything is fine here. I'm like, no, you give me some drugs. You give me some drugs to fix the sugar puss. She was like, that's not a medical condition, ma'am. She was like, you don't, you don't have anything. Well, what do you do? Just drink water? Well, no, you just, so when I get the sugar puss and I don't, I'm very, my Stop body. Stop saying sugar puss. It's sugar puss. My, Stop saying it. My body is very sensitive. Because the more you say it, the more my pussy listens and it's like, okay, I got a new trick for this bitch. It's like, so what else? So what's wrong with us? Our blood sugar's high? So what I do is when it happens is I'll make sure that I flush my body with water. I don't have any alcohol. And then I do this anyway, like once every two weeks, but I'll do a sits bath. So I'll do warm water and baking soda and I'll sit in it. Um, And that'll clear it right up usually. I don't know. My pussy really just be going with the flow. Like that's my dog, bro. Like we done been through some dark times. 
we done been through some high times, but that bitch don't ever like. I've been urgent care thinking I've had the clap, I mean a round of applause, and that bitch was like, "Girl, it's easy, bitch. Please get my face. Here's antibiotics." Oh no! When I that lady was like confirmed, you was right. It was chlamydia the whole time. But I was like, I know what the fuck I'm talking about, sis. Like you I should know. win some money if you go to the doctor and you diagnose yourself <laughs> before they diagnose you. There was no way I couldn't have known that there was something wrong. I had sex with that young man a couple of days later. I wiped. And I was like, why? What is this hue? Not the hue, bitch. Is this is this a uh, Nickelodeon slime? Oh my god. Oh my god. Jesus. No, you don't okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. god. And I, that was literally I was looking at the tissue in the bathroom, like, oh my god. I no, have something. Like a I have something. I clearly I like one of them um coochie oils from Instagram, which is a bad idea to Girl, do. I don't know why you did that. All right, and then I went to homecoming and had sex with a Magnum, also a bad idea. Ah. So my coochie was like, ah! and it had everybody like, like SpongeBob running around. I hate that I have to describe this, but men don't listen to this podcast, but they do. Fuck y'all. It was like a cottage cheese. Nope, no, ma'am. But no, it was you. like a lime green. Mm-hmm. Well, I've mm-hmm. never had any of these experiences. So I was like, oh, I have trigger monitors. That's that's no, where period. I'm One time I had sex with this guy raw, and then my vagina stopped producing anything. And that it was closed. It just shut, shut down. The and I was more I. concerned about that. Like nothing was coming out. Like I would pee. It was bone dry. And I was very concerned. I went to the doctor. I was like, nothing's coming out of my pussy. Same lady. And she was just like, nothing's wrong with your vagina. I'm like, ma'am, it is a ghost town down there. There's no secretions. There's nothing like, you know, those in those Facebook, this is Facebook foolishness where their girls would be like, mm, I worked an eight hour shift, nothing in my Look pants. at my draws. Hoes could never, it was, it was like that. And I was like, there's no soup. I need to know what's going on. Um, needless to say, I never had sex with that gentleman again. As you get older though, you know your vagina so well. That's why like when this happened, this all was taking place. I was very early 20s and you don't want to believe that you have anything. So the first wipe, you get the strongest shade. Like this is a green. Second wipe, you're like, oh no, never mind. It's all fine. That was just a sneeze. No, bitch. No, it wasn't a sneeze. I didn't get like I knew once I was 24, I knew my coochie like clockwork. So oh, like, yeah. I was like, but you know what? It took me going to the, the gynecologist and me have like a real bitch conversation with her. She's like, okay, what you using on it? What you doing? What you doing? And the best advice she gave me was to just use nothing but absolute hot water. Like that's just it. Because the bitch exactly. is hot. Some of these, some of these started make give me. Summer's Eve will fuck you up. That's yeah, just the once devil. I, once I hit like 2021, 20, Summer's Eve stopped working for me. But I was using the. My gynecologist told that. me that happy pussies don't wear panties. And, hello, and I'm the happiest pussy on the block. Let me I, say, happy, I don't wear drawers. Oh, she she told sad. She told me happy pussies don't that wear one male. You gotta let that thing breathe. And she and said so I can drip down my leg in public. You won't drip down your leg. It'll train. You got <laughs> to train that cat. You let that cat run wild. Yes. You are the 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 circus master, you, nigga. You, you, get that you run that show. Um, but she was like, only wear panties when you're wearing jeans or when you're on your cycle, and you have to. And Period. Ever since then, I do not have any vaginal problems. I'm I tell you, vaginal problems. I might only have three pairs of drawers, and I might only have two because it's a pair I've been looking for for a couple months. I might have two pairs of drawers because I'm nasty. Because I'm not gonna wear them. I don't. I don't, mean, I don't like. Oh, wearing- wear some pants. Y'all, y'all got that. I don't okay. straight, I, for what, bro? My, if my pussy like don't get to draw, if you don't get to like, you know, do that. It's not going. My girl needs to go outside. She needs to feel the sun. She needs air on on her her skin. 
And uh-huh. especially don't let me be in no skirt. That thing need to feel the rain on your whole skin. No one can feel it. Quickly, quickly, quickly. So I am, I'm definitely, shout out to the, I'm, Tally, I can't wait to tell everybody it's confirmed from a doctor. Not even my doctor. I wasn't even there. But now for yeah, the happy, panties. Happy the pussies panties don't wear pro- panties, y'all. Well, mine depressed. I wear big old, I mean, I don't wear them at, at You do home. be having them. <laughs> big old drawers. <laughs> I, get my, <laughs> I get my panties in the size eight. Oh my God, they feel so good. Whenever I have on panties, I'll be like, I got on panties. Uh gross. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, I gotta take these jeans off. I gotta pee. It like swallows panties and it's not comfortable for me. So I will say though, if I am and I used, I mean, I'm talking about like the little Victoria's Secret bitches. So I started with the big old panties and they're so comfortable and I just feel so like a woman. That's why, okay, so I like boxer briefs if I'm going to be in a draw because they're comfortable. As far as like wearing thongs and all these little tiny draws it's going to get tangled up in my clitoris, that's, I'm past that point. <laughs> yeah, them little Victoria's Secret bitches like, come on now. I got even the, too much. Even the with the little very small coochie area, I got a lot of top coochie. We can't do that. A lot of and lip, we gonna have lip just out the side, but my so we can't. It's big, but it's oddly shaped. Like it looks fine when I'm naked, but it's like my booty is like long but low at the same time. Like my booty start at my waist and mm-hmm. then go all the way down, but my booty crack is just like this long. It's <laughs> I hate it here. Where do I see your ass crack at? Right, <laughs> it just keeps- where's the red my crack? Like, my ass crack is it literally like okay. Like you see my ass. My ass crack is right here. <laughs> it's so low. Are y'all talking about ass crack? God is just doing anything with you, baby. Bro, oh, we, we God, haven't just, got- God just be making anybody. <laughs> okay, we got one letter. Let's go back to our, uh, You read the letter. Did you put it in the group? You put it in the group. I put it in the group? Imagine I have an old booty. Hang me up the fuck. Hold on, let me go find this letter that I put in the group. I don't remember. Go on the gallery. It was long as fuck. Thanks, sis, for writing that long ass letter. We can be in your business. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, this letter was long as hell. Uh, is this the one that says, hey, ladies, I'm. Yeah, that long ass shit. Yeah. But that's not the first one. Go okay. The gallery. No, no, no. Hold on. I don't feel like reading like that. You know, I'll be slipping up my words, bitch. Like, I got. Um, no, I'm just trying to find where the letter impediment. begins. My tongue be getting heavy. When them long ass I just, ones. I'm can like, you pull, oh, up, pull it up in the email? Because I can't find it. Um, I, I don't know what order it's in, basically, and I don't want to fuck it up. So okay, find let's find sis. Ooh, what you doing? I feel like my titties look so long. I know, I'm just saying, I don't know what order the shit goes in. We're going to have to crop all of this out, the actual fucking Yes, no, that's fine. Okay, here we go. So we just got a letter. We just so I want y'all to know that the subject of this letter is this nigga parentheses mess slash a question. Hello, ladies. I'm redacted because I don't want this letter to end. And she'd be like, "Oh, don't put my name in it." Hello, ladies. I'm redacted. First and foremost, I overlove this podcast. So when y'all take thank your, you. thank you. So when y'all take your time with the episodes, I practice grace and just listen to old shit to keep me sane. I have all my girls listening now. So if y'all read this, I know them bitches gonna be floored. I told this story, but it's time. I'm tired. Y'all wanted to hear some mess. So here it is. It's kind of long, but I want y'all to see the picture. Back when I was still a dick connoisseur, I had my favorite toxic nigga. We were high school sweethearts and it was on some real fairy tale shit. Like he was the star quarterback. 
and I'm the class president. We grew up together flirted forever, fell in love our junior year and senior year. You couldn't tell me we wasn't Beyonce and Jay-Z. But man, did that nigga take me through some shit. Everybody knew he was going D1 because he was raw as fuck at football. So all the bitches wanted him. I learned then dating a nigga with a name is, and this is in all caps, exhausting. I would not recommend it. However, that was my heart. I would break up with this nigga all the time, but he would just come back and fuck me senseless and I would just put my clown face back on. Granted, we were young, but we fucked like adults in my eyes. We did it every chance we got in my pool house. Rich, bitch. In my pool house, outside on the security man's golf cart. You rich for real. In my car, in my loft. Loft? Who are you? Just fucking and more fucking. Clearly digmatized. Fast forward to graduation. He committed to a good-ass school, and I was supposed to go to FAMU with all my bitches, but my mom was on some hoe shit and was like, it's just Miami 2.0. You need to see more, blah, 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 blah. So I said, fuck it, and I just went and joined the military to get away. I tried to break up with him for good before we started life because the thought of the college cheating bullshit literally made me sick, but he was on some this forever shit. Let's make it work. While I was in boot camp, he would write me letters. They have us do these jail phone calls on pay phones and shit and I would use all my time to talk to him the effort was there or so I thought boot camp ends I fly home to Miami for Christmas he's on break too so he wines and dines me and I feel like well okay we really might be together forever this that homegrown love dot 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 what a fucking joke that was girl that's a long letter Whew. after all this we were at the hotel okay after all this we were at this hotel and i had just wore his ass out so he's tucked in like a baby snoring i'm curious slash bored so i grab his phone and i just get to search it at this point i'm convinced i like heartbreak because the shit i find sent me into a fucking frenzy it's bitches galore in every corner of that shit living single as a fuck but the kicker is this nigga has another bitch like she's a legit girlfriend but he's doing He's still doing him, so she's being played, too. After losing my shit on him and breaking the phone, I grab all my shit and call my sister and get gone. I guess he got a wake-up call then, so him and this new girl decided to go public after a few months. Cool, live your life, bro. I get a new boy toy, but I find myself back in Miami for spring break yet again. I run into him after having one too many, and we right back in the fucking cycle. But for me, it's strictly sex sex because the new nigga was not it. And he's pouring out why we need to get back together. It's like he would completely have amnesia about that other girl. I have to keep reminding him, sir, you have a bitch, a whole bitch. A college wife, she just knows y'all are getting married. Our dream is over, buddy. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. After a few years pass, I'm going through my whole phase having a blast, but we have an understanding now. If I see you and I want that dick, I'm getting it. Thank you. Come again soon, nigga. I'm meeting him at away games for it and all deep in the fucking trenches for it. Mind you, he's still with the girl, but we're so addicted to the point he brought her home on one of those breaks and he's sneaking out to come fuck me. And my dumb ass let him, but this time I know the girl suspects something, so I'm showing out on Twitter trying to be petty. Turns out we secretly stalking each other. Y'all both some fucking clowns. That's another story for another day. The NFL draft comes and he ends up getting drafted. And as if he wasn't already the neighborhood hero, that shit goes into overdrive. He leaves the girl. Now he wants us to really get back together. But I decide I want to date a scammer. Messy. I just knew that real football wife life was not for me. We both know the dude, but I didn't really care. Me and dude go public. This nigga loses his fucking mind because I don't do that. I barely did it with him, but 
because he was embarrassing. Now I'm all types of hoes. I'm a snake ass bitch, a Jezebel, if you will. And he is hurt. Their relationship ends in a shit show and he comes back into my life. But at this point, I'm tired of niggas altogether. Another drunk night turns into me eating my best friend's pussy and falling so deep in love with the feeling that I tell her we getting married and she's having my babies. Now it's 2021, four years later, she is my wife. Whoa. She's my wife and we have an almost two-year-old. Everything is right in the world. Throughout the years, though, he will send me random messages like, love you always, hope you good, blah, blah, blah. And I'm transparent with my wife about it because she knows she's been here the whole time and she's seen me go through the trenches with this nigga and her verdict is block that nigga. So I do. This nigga is a fucking football champion. Life should be good for him, right? He proceeds to write me on a burner account and tell me how he wishes he had the stability of my life, how he wishes he never got so angry about the bullshit I did because he knows he's always been on bullshit. How the current girlfriend who he's dating for the same amount of time I've been married is driving him insane because she doesn't trust him. I wonder why. He wants to kick her out, but she has no family and nobody to turn to. Basically how everything that glitters ain't gold is pouring out his heart. The message was so long. I just hit him with, bro, you need therapy. I can't fix you no more. That's not my place. I feel conflicted though, because the girl is so nice and super sweet and supportive. And this nigga is a menace. Oh girl, go to hell. He one way on social media about her and another in his fucking ex's DMs. It's madness. I just hate to see women waste their best years on a peon ass nigga. It breaks my heart. So my messy question is, if ever he was cheating, I always wish somebody told me, should I speak up or just mind my married ass business? Because a part of me feels like I'm just being a bitch if I told, what would y'all do? Y'all don't get to be the hoe and the whistleblower. I need y'all to understand that. When y'all are being side bitches, creeping around, fucking on people, you don't get to then hold your nose up like this nigga ain't shit. It's two ain't shit people bumping uglies and you're one of them, okay? And it's okay. It's okay. But you are just as trifling as this man. Also, second little thing I heard that I didn't like, he's a football player, so he should be happy, right? We're talking about men. Y'all are going to stop thinking that men with money are different from men without it. They are the exact same niggas. They just have stuff. So that's negative, but it is really disappointing. And also, three- why do y'all be all up in your ex's business talking about well, he want her to leave and move out? That is not your fucking business. I don't even know how you sat on that phone downloading all this girl's information that the audition to be like, oh, she's sweet, she kind, girl, fuck you. You don't give a fuck about that girl. You and, that's and, that, and that that so, was the part that was the part that bothered me. You don't care. You don't care about this girl. Um, and then also like, okay, yes, plot twist. You have a wife now. You have a child now. Do that. Do that because it seems like you might still want to be fucking with the football nigga. If you are this involved, like, oh, should I say something? Oh, should I do something? Ah, nah, 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 nah. You still like him, baby. Cause okay, mm-hmm. my thing is you you think about what they should tell tell the girl. The bitch probably already know. You think if he j- spilling his heart out to you, he not fucking bitches in whatever city he in. She probably knows. He's probably actively acting on the cheating and the wandering guy and all that shit. He's cheating on that girl, and she probably. Most of them football bitch on um, wives, no. She know what kind of nigga she dealing with. 
Mind your business. And you're probably not special. You're not the only girl he's calling to confide in about how hard his relationship is. Yeah. That is some very low and level game. That's anybody who feel like like you're one of the fellows. Y'all have this deep relationship because he confides in you. A nigga that's talking to you about bitches is talking to you about this talking about you to bitches. Like, and then ex- exactly that is exactly what yeah, I was about to say. Are and being nigga, brought up in another conversation. A nigga also. Let me tell you something. Men are are they're not smart, but they are unintentionally strategic he's trying to get back in your pants also by telling you oh what's going on in his relationship or what he wants to do or he don't want to be with her no more let me tell you something about niggas when they don't want to be with somebody they just don't be with him and it's like if he didn't want to be with that girl he would not be with that girl yeah they reach out to see if exactly he's trying to fuck you ma'am and probably your wife like like he's he's probably trying to fuck you and your wife he wants y'all to stack butts. It's very common. I don't know what stack butts. Are you talking about one on top of the other? Yeah, stack butts and shuffle them like cards. That's what niggas be wanting. Okay, well, yes, he wants you to stack butts. <laughs> I've never heard that language used. I'm telling you, I used to Sabrina all the time. I used to watch your back. These niggas want to stack our butts. Like, they, that's all they want. When they see two women together, they're like, put your butts on top of each other. And I don't want to stack butts because I know I'm going to be the bitch on the bottom. And I, yeah, because I'm not gonna be That's the bottom. funny because I, I, I was like, I don't want to be the bitch on the bottom. I don't want to be the bottom. But. I don't want to be the bottom on the pyramid. If we did a joke on you stack, I don't know. Oh, you're going on the top, Lauren. Period. I was about to say, but I'm <laughs> literally going on the top. <laughs> so. Neither one of us could stack on top of you, Poop. I guess I'd be the middle. I'd be the cream of the Oreo. I'm not being the bottom stack for you, hoes. Okay? <laughs> I'm not the child in the Neapolitan, okay? I'm not doing that stack butts on this podcast. How would y'all stack our butts? Viewer question. I don't want to hear people answer this question. If we stack I know butts, I'd are be we the like in, the, in the, like a hamster position or do we like open our legs a little bit? I feel like it'd be more. Open. We open. It's like Okay, I'm about to say that seems more productive. You can get one good coochie look at all three. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I don't, I don't like this game. Lay down. Let's practice. No. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do choreo like um, a Cardi B or a flip part. We have to come up with a dance routine for our first live show like our cousins used to do. When I do my dance, money fights, these niggas throwing hands. JT, I ain't hey. playing. Little bitch, I don't want your man because he's rich and throwing paper. Now it's time for the twerking later. It's time for the twerking. Back that ass up. Back that ass up. I mean, that song was one second long. I have to be honest with you guys. We didn't even touch the topic. I really do not enjoy the City Girls as much anymore because of Lil Uzi. They're fraud. Like, I, really, I can't do it. I cannot. Like, I sent him Lil Uzi to dismantle listen, the City Girls. I would say, like, yeah. you know, I can't say most things with certainty, but I can tell you that Lil Uzi is the last rapper that would be bullying. I'm telling you that right now. Lil Uzi. Honestly, I want to hang out with Lil Uzi. I think he's a bad bitch. I like the way he moves his shoulders. I like the way he beat up Rich the Kid. I just beat up Rich the Kid. He did. Yeah, girl. You know Rich the Kid's baby mama keep. Um, you know Rich the Kid's baby mama is the other one from Twerk Team. Which one? Not not Lady L. Yes, that's his baby mama. Lady L. Betty Butt died, and then Miss Betty Butt said Lady L is his baby mama. Betty Butt died. Betty R.P. to the Queen. Betty Butt died a long time ago. I think Betty Butt was gun violence, but um. I don't know why you would shoot a twerker, but whatever. Uh, damn, Who is that that keeps calling?
telling you, we are busy. My son, like, fall. He won't fall back. Bro, he's pressed. But, um, oh my God, like, the job. Clearly, I'm doing something. He's so irritating. I'm about to text him. I love having teenagers. I could, like, stop calling me, bro. You're pressed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know it was your son. Say I no bad. cap. Say no cap. I told him I'm at the podcast. He's doing it intentionally. He's a jerk. But um, Lady L came forward, and that's how we found out that Rich the Kid was fucking, um, what is that girl's name? I always hate when the girls come through and just tell everybody the nigga was fucking, like, please keep me out of y'all business. I don't need to be exposed. I but it was a whole list of babies by these niggas before they have, like, a secure, like, career. Because, like, all them bitches ran to have babies by Fetty while he never had another hit again. Y'all sucked up all well, she said he gave her herpes, like, at the jump. So she stayed with him because, you know... I'm gonna be here now. And that was hold on, hold on. But then I was like, that's why when people say, why do celebrities have sex with the same with 10 people? I'm like, because they all have the same things. No, ma'am. It makes sense. It makes sense. It's all the fucking circles. No, ma'am. All right. Well, no, ma'am. except for future. Future be trying to give anybody everything. That nigga be future be trying to fuck bitches raw. This is a lot. This is a factual whole report. I've heard from some hoes on the ground. Future will stick his bear cock in you. It doesn't matter if you have a pot to piss in or a, a fucking blade of hair. That nigga will stick raw dick in your guts and he will give you a baby and then he will try to fucking smite you. Watch right. it. Then he gonna have a yeah, hit out on you. Yeah, he gonna try to murder you after. Like, who had sex with me? You you wouldn't wear a condom. I asked Future, please think about mine. But like the thing about Future is like he says this kind of dumb shit in the music and we're all like, mm-mm, yeah, turn up. When I was listening, to, I, when I was listening, to, I'm just stunting on my ex, bitch. I was really into the song until he was like, "Hit her with no condom, send her right back out the country." I was like, "Whoa, Navadius, what is happening?" No, you know, do you know what kind of like? Because I think like how rich people have their own like line of drugs. I think they have their own line of like disease, and I believe that if we could just get Future's dick in a petri dish and really examine it we could find it could do so much for modern medicine like stem cell research i bet he could take it off and put it back on he's what like if the, like rich people can detach their genitals i like, bet he um, can put the house future could be like the new henrietta Lacks for std research yes like let's test also g herbo you know because that, that whole herpes thing but yeah. yes let's test them yeah wasn't there like how they're involved able- with the g herbo thing yeah, it was sacrifice. It was voodoo. And he got rid of his herpes. That's why I'm not scared to get herpes. I'll just do black magic. Um, I'm black, so we halfway there. Um, it's just magic when you're black. Anyway, um, I got distracted. It got real witchy in here real quick. It did not get witchy. Do y'all not remember this ep- the episode of this podcast when them bitches hexed the moon? Ever since then, shit has been going downhill fast. No, the bitches did hex the moon and that shit was fucking weird. It's been going downhill since then. That was the last the end of days. Um what was our well, topic? We, even fucking we did not touch the topic. We did not, but y'all, y'all want episode here. Make it enough. Here, hell. Shit. I feel like no, this is a fun episode. I have fun. No, this is a fun time. You guys are really and funny. Zoom didn't cut off. Oh, her. shout out to the two young ladies I met. I went to uh CC's comedy workshop. Shout out and to I, CC. I, shout out to CC. And I met two young ladies 
who were not friends, they did not come with each other, and they didn't even really know Cece for real. They were two independent listeners of the podcast, and they came to me and told me that they enjoyed the podcast. I cried for 25 minutes. Um, thank you so much for that. I'm sorry, don't remember you guys' names. I have a very serious problem with alcohol. Um, I'm doing the best that I can. But thank you ladies so much for speaking to me and telling me that you enjoyed this endeavor that we're endeavoring. Um, gang. Gang, that really meant a lot to me. So thank you to you two ladies that were at the thing. That was amazing. Y'all really fuck with us. It's just so nice. It's really so nice. People are like super, super supportive. They yes, to- I will make some brownies. Bitch, make some brownies. I bitch, I always just say like I want. They will be out of the box though. They're box brownies. Come on, fuck. And you got vanilla ice cream in there, don't you? Probably. I mean, honestly, I if there there's brownies at my house, they certainly came from a box. So I didn't even know y'all was just in there crushing up powder and cocoa and whatever you want. Right. Like, like no. it's in the box. Like I'm gonna give a fuck. Bitch, make the brownies. Like, it's not where brownies grow. Right. In- right here. That's, that's how it happens. Well, no, whenever I have to make like dessert products out of a box, I feel like I have to disclose that to people because that's not my brand. So whenever if I'm- you had mashed potatoes at my house, they were instant. I'm gonna just know that. Red, <laughs> bitch be over fried. here. She's like, y'all want an apple pie? And we're like, sure. This bitch pulls out a fucking bale of apples and starts yeah. peeling. I don't give a fuck about spreading dough to make a little basket weave on top. It's like, wait, wait, wait. Uh, it already come like that. If you take it out of the box, we can get the food. Pop that in the air fryer, bitch. I don't Y'all care. Y'all are sick. <laughs> Where does pop go, bitch? All right. Well, that's the episode. We don't have no shows. Tomorrow. I love you, well, guys. Lauren, Lauren, let me tell you about Lauren. This bitch is leveling up in the comedy world. Period. She really Period. is. Period. Like, leveling full time shit. This bitch might be able to pay some bills. She's that a full time comedian. Maybe at this point, Maybe. I have people ask me if I quit comedy, and I'm like, no. But can somebody book me? I have to go out. But, I have to honestly leave the house and go to some open mics because I no, I gotta start doing comedy again because I was talking to a comedian the other day and he was just like, Do you just do this because you're sad? And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's that's it. You that's know what? That's so true. I have not heard a joke in so long because I have been happy. I've I've written a bunch of new jokes. Um, I'll share them with you guys later. Uh well, not y'all, the podcast people, but you two. Uh, Sorry, Lauren and Melbert. I'll share them with you guys later. I came up with some really funny oh, shit last okay, night. Okay, Calvin. Yeah, put it on wax, bitch. Oh I think I, I encourage it. I can't wait for you guys to uh, hop out back here in these comedy streets. It's very... Um, it's. I'll tell you what. One thing that I did peep yesterday, niggas have got to be real funny acting at me. People that was really nice that I thought was cool is now when I see them, they got shit to say to me. And it's not because I changed. You know what I realized? A lot of these comedians are fucking losers. And haters. They're haters. They're losers. They want shit in high school, college, or otherwise. And it's like, this is why they act this way. And this is why they do comedy because it's a way like a projection low key. Because like even one comedian who I've had blocked on everything anyway, but it was like harassing a woman on the internet. And I'm like, these are the niggas I have to bump shoulders with. These are the niggas. You see what I'm saying? Like for real, it's like, and I've met so many cool women that do comedy, but I will also say, listen, I don't, it don't matter if you work at Publix or if you work at fucking, you know, HR somewhere, people are fucking shady and weird and, you know, watch your back, watch your neck and clean your pussy. Watch your back. So I'm trying to get back in these streets. Um, Yeah. So y'all stay tuned. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for being patient. Thank y'all for- We are trying. We've been having a lot of shit. I had to extend my trip in Detroit last week because- 
they had a family emergency and I was over here, you know, sticking beside them. So thank y'all for being patient I'm with it. No, that was but no, I, I really appreciate you guys um, just being here and listening to the podcast and meeting those two ladies the other day. It really made me feel like fulfilled as a person. And I, I know that that's probably like not healthy, that that's what made me feel fulfilled. But thank you guys so much for being around and looking out for us and wanting to hear what we have to say because we ain't nobody. So we really appreciate y'all caring enough about what we got going on to want to listen. So thank you. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.